And, and really, the, the Christian faith and, and the gospel of Jesus Christ are all about forgiveness. Um, did we dismiss the kiddos yet? Do I need to do that? I'm supposed to do that. Hey, guys. I know that I'm probably the most interesting thing in the world to you if you are under the age of 10 years old. Or, I mean, my, I, yeah, I don't know. I'm not a Muppet. So if, if you were hoping for a Muppet this morning or something more interesting, you guys can go ahead and go in the back. Who, who am I sending them to? Am I sending them to Rhonda back there? Yeah. So you guys can go hang out with Rhonda. Bye, everybody. So, yeah, we're going to talk about forgiveness. Um, and, and so, my Bible's way behind me here. The, yeah, the Christian faith and the gospel are really all about forgiveness. And, and so forgiveness is the removal of a, of a debt incurred against you by somebody else's wrongdoing, right? So, if somebody... Uh, says something mean to me or takes something from me, my, my natural response to that is usually twofold. I, I usually want, um, I want it made up to me, like I want to be repaid. So if, if, somebody, if somebody hurt my feelings, not, not only do I want them to make me feel good about myself, I also sort of want, so, so I want that, I want, I want them to like take it back and say something nice in, in return. And then, in addition to that, I want them to receive some form of punishment for that. Like, I want them to feel bad that they hurt my feelings, in addition. Or, or I want them to, uh, I, want, I want somebody else to, to maybe hurt them, them, and I want them to know how it feels. Um, and, and if I don't get one of those two things, that, then I usually want more of the other. And, and so, and the reason is, is because we think about the way we treat each other and we think about our, our deeds a lot like we think about money. Um, you know, and, and the Bible talks about it this way even, that if, if something bad is done against me, then, then all of a sudden I have like some capital or, or you, you've incurred some debt against me and, and that needs to be paid back. And it's, it's really like this, this idea is, is really closely tied into the, the way we think and feel about justice. And it's, it's not really all that broken of a thought process. Like the, the entire New Testament law is full of like if, if something wrong happens, this is the way you make up for it. And so we naturally desire, because we're made in the image of God and God is just, we naturally desire this justice. But because we're broken people, we we get especially upset and angry when there's been an injustice committed against us and often the retribution that, that we, we require is, is a little bit more than, than what's actually needed. Uh, and so Peter uh, was asking Jesus about this, this idea of forgiveness one day and, and just like exactly, you know, he'd been hearing Jesus talk about um, Okay, you, you need to forgive people. When people sin against you, you, you need to forgive them. And, and Peter, Peter was sitting there thinking about this, and, and so he asked Jesus a question. And we're going to look at that today. It's in Matthew 18, starting in verse 21. So we're going to go there. But before we, get, before we dive in, let me, let me pray for us. And, and then we'll hear what Jesus has to say, because it's always better than what I have to say. So here we go. Heavenly Father, thank you so much. 
uh, for this opportunity to, to come and, and enter into your presence and, and worship before you and, and, and experience your word about you from you. Uh, God, pray that, Holy Spirit, you would come into our hearts, that, that you would fill us with your presence and you would teach us yourself about who you are. Um, God, we love you, seek to know you better, and it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, so Matthew 18, starting in verse 21. Then Peter came up to him, that's Jesus, and said to him, Lord, how often will my brother sin against me and I forgive him? As many as seven times? Jesus said to him, I do not say to you seven times, but 70 times seven. Let's stop there for a second. How do you feel you don't necessarily have to sum this, but, but check your heart right now. How do you feel having heard that? How does, how does your heart respond to that? I have to forgive somebody 70 times 7. That's 490 times. That's a lot of times. I think, I think probably the first 100 times I, I read this, I, I would read that and think, oh my gosh. That is such a burden. There's, there's a little bit of dread that creeps up in me in that. I'm going to have to forgive people over and over and over again. And I, and I think, and so if you're like me and you have that attitude right now, you have the same attitude as Peter. And here's the attitude of Peter. We, we, can, we can tell the attitude of Peter by the way that he phrases the question. He doesn't, he doesn't ask the question, how many times should, should somebody forgive somebody else? And he doesn't ask the, the question, how many times will I be forgiven by my brother by the bad things that, he do, that I do? He asks the question, how many times do I have to forgive somebody else? And, and so immediately we can tell that, that Peter views himself more as a forgiver than, than somebody who receives forgiveness or forgivee. Right? Peter... Peter is thinking about this issue of forgiveness, and he doesn't think about all the things that he needs to be forgiven of. He thinks about all the things that have been committed against him and how many times he will have to forgive people and, and, and just kind of internalize that pain. And so if, if you respond to this question with a little bit of, oh my gosh, Jesus' answer to that question with, oh my gosh, that's such a burden, and not, oh wow, that's really great news, that that my brothers and sisters in Christ will forgive me that often or that much or that many times, then, then you can tell that, that we're coming into this attitude with a, a little bit of an attitude, coming into this question, coming into this, this topic with a little bit of an attitude of I, I need to forgive more than I need forgiveness. And Jesus, sensing this in Peter, goes straight into a story. He says, Therefore the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who wished to settle accounts with his servants. When he began to settle, one was brought to him who owed him 10,000 talents. And since he could not pay, his master ordered him to be sold with his wife and children and all that he had and payment to be made. So the servant fell on his knees, imploring him, have patience with me and I will pay you everything. And out of pity for him, the master of that servant released him and forgave him the debt. But when that same servant went out, he found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred denarii. And seizing him, he began to choke him, saying, Pay what you owe. So his fellow servant fell down and pleaded with him. 
Have patience with me, and I will pay you. He refused and went and put him in prison until he should pay the debt. When his fellow servants saw what had taken place, they were greatly distressed. And they went and reported to their master all that had taken place. Then his master summoned him and said to him, You wicked servant, I forgave you all that debt because you pleaded with me. And should not you have had mercy on your fellow servant, and as I had mercy on you? And in anger his master delivered him to the jailers until he should pay all his debt. So also my heavenly Father will do to every one of you if you do not forgive your brother from your heart. So this is, this is how Jesus responds to, to Peter's attitude. Um, let's, just, let's just look at the story for a minute. So in the beginning, we've got a servant with uh, a 10,000 talent debt. 10,000, right? Yeah. So a talent is about 20 years worth of, of wages for the average laborer in the day. So when we talk about 10,000 talents, that's 200,000 years of income is, is what the guy is. So he's not paying it off, right? The, 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 text, the text doesn't even say, um, um, it, it doesn't, it, it says, and since he could not pay, it's just like the assumption, like there's no way. This, this debt is so huge, it's, it's, it's really, it's only the sort of debt that could be owed to a king, right? Nobody else is lending out 10,000 talents. It's, it's just a king. Nobody, nobody else can rack up that sort of debt on you. And, and so the man can't pay. He, he's in a pickle, right? And not, not only is, is this debt going to affect him, it's going to affect his wife and children and and. They're, they're all going to be sold off into slavery, and, and the king's just going to get a little bit back. So the guy hits the dirt, right? Please, please, please have mercy on me. Please let me try and pay you back. And the, and the king forgives him. Says, you know what? You're, you're not ever going to pay it back. Don't worry about it. The thing about this debt is that it costs the king something, Right? It costs the king 10,000 talents. Even, even, for, even for a king, that's a lot of money. That's, that's more than, than kings are trading back and forth to each other when they're giving gifts and that sort of thing. It's a lot more. It's, that's a whole lot of money. It's something very precious that the king is giving up for his son. Excuse me, for, for his servant. And, and it's, I mean, it's... It's very clearly uh, an allegory for, for our relationship with, with God. We owe God an enormous debt, right? Uh, a debt that we could never hope to pay off. And, and, and the, the greatness of the debt does not, not necessarily come from what I've done or, or the specific acts of rebellion that I've made against God, but, but the, the greatness of my debt, the weightiness of my debt comes from the greatness and the weightiness of, of that who I have, of who, from, let me start over. <laughs> the greatness and the weightiness of my debt, of my sin, comes from not what I've done, but whom I've sinned against. It's, it's because it's against God. And maybe at first that sounds a little bit weird, but really this is, this is really intuitive. Who you, who you sin against matters. 
if if I get into if I get into a fight with with my brother and, and we exchange blows, that's that's a bad thing. But but if I get into a, a fight with, with my girlfriend and we exchange blows, then that's a that's a much more weighty sin. And, and who we sin against matters. And the the truth about the almighty, all-powerful, all-loving God who's never done anything but good for you and towards you, a sin against him is is just so out of the natural order of things, it it immediately gives us a debt that we cannot pay. And that's just just reality. That reality is, is this 10,000 talent debt that the man in the story has is minuscule compared to what we, we owe the almighty God. And I know that, I know that because of what it costs God to erase my debt. That what, what the God of the universe gives up to, to erase my debt against him is, is not just money, it is his one and only very precious son. And the, the grace and the forgiveness given to me by God are absolutely free to me, but it is very, very costly to him. very costly. That that God would become a man and live a perfect life and and die and and experience a separation between the son and the father. I I have no grid. I have no no capacity to understand the sort of pain that that caused. God, so that he might be able to forgive me and, and bring me back into a relationship with himself. And so, it's interesting that, that this story that Jesus tells, this, this allegory and this, this huge amount of money, it's actually, it's just a shadow of what we actually receive from God. So, so this man... Receives, receives this forgiveness in a way very similar to what, what we've received. We didn't do anything to get it. It was just given to us at great cost to the one who gave it so that, so that we wouldn't be thrown in jail. And, and so this man goes out and pretty much immediately... The, the, way, the way the verbiage goes, but when that same servant went out, he found one of his fellow servants. It sounds immediate to me. Leaves the king, finds, finds a, a fellow servant that owes him 100 denarii. A, denarii is about, a, a denarius is about a day's wage. So we're talking about three months' wages here. We had 200,000 years to three months. Three months' wages. And, and he chokes him. He gets angry at the guy. He chokes him and he says, pay me what you owe me. And, and the guy doesn't have it on him. He says, please give me the time. Very similar situation to what just happened. And the guy says, no. No, I'm going to have you thrown in jail until you can pay it back. And he'll never be able to pay it back. Like, you, can't, you can't earn money while you're in jail. So, there it is. The guy, the guy turns around and he does the exact the exact opposite of what he just experienced for a much smaller reason. 
much, much smaller reason. And, and so it begs the question, like, why? Why would the man act this way? Like, this is so clearly wrong. Even, even the other servants looking on this, like, it's clearly a bad idea. Like, clearly, this man just received great forgiveness. Why on earth would he go around and, and not, not forgive somebody else that, that little thing owed to him? And it could be forgetfulness. And in fact, I think that's a, a lot of it, you know? It's, that's the past. And I don't, I don't could be forgetfulness. But, but I think it's got to be more than that. I think it's got to be that, that this man didn't ever really understand the, the weightiness of his debt. Didn't really un, doesn't really understand what he's been given. Or, or that he somehow even believes that, that this right standing that he now has before this king, this, this position of a clean slate where I don't owe the king anything, He, he has somehow attributed that good standing to his own doing. Does that make sense? Maybe it'll make more sense if we talk about, talk about it in terms of forgiveness. So I've been forgiven this great debt of sin by God. And, and the way... That I naturally want to look at my life now and the way that I live my life and my, my relationship with God is I want to think that my relationship with God is not a free gift where I was a good for nothing and he just gave me everything that I have. I want to, I want to believe that what's true about my life is, is that I somehow earned my, my relationship with God or I somehow paid back that debt or maybe that that debt wasn't all that, that big in the first place. That's, that's what I want to do with my past. And that's, that's what I want to do with really the, the current sin that I live in now. Is, is pretend that it's not that bad and somehow believe that, that I have enough redeeming qualities to make up for it. And, and I think that's probably what this sermon has done here. I think that's the only way you can get here. Is, is the only way you can, can get to where that man is now is to believe, well, the reason the king forgave my debt is because I'm so lovable. Or... The, the reason the, the king forgave my, my 10,000 talent debt was, was because I probably would have been able to pay it off in the, in the end anyway. So this is just a nice thing for him to have done for me or something like that. I, I mean, if these rationales don't make sense, they shouldn't, right? They, 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 it shouldn't make sense. It shouldn't make sense that, that we believe that we can somehow earn our way back in with God. The, the Bible says that even as I try, I just kind of get myself deeper into sin and deeper into debt. And, and so this is exactly what I do with other people. When, when I'm wronged, when my feelings are hurt, when when I feel like I haven't been respected or, or treated the way that I, I should have been, I get angry. And, and all I can think about is the great wrong that has been committed against me. And I forget completely 
about the great wrongs that I have committed against God. And, and I think it's, I think it's because I just have a low view of, of my own sin. That really the only the only way that that I could I could even possibly go there emotionally is if, if on some level I believe that that a sin that somebody has committed against me is greater than the sin that I've committed against God. And, and if you ever believe that about anything that's been done to you, if you ever believe that that what somebody has done to you is, is worse than what you've done to God or the way that you've rebelled against God or the way that you've turned your back on God. It's not. That is a, a warped view of reality. That, and, 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 and I, know, I know there are a lot of, lot of buts-ands out there. Like, but but what, about, what, what about rape? Or what about, you know, chronic... Abuse. What about what? What about adultery? What about all these different things that, that could have been done against me that are so so awful? And, and and really, the Bible tells us that we do those exact same things to God with, with our hearts. That that I am I am adulterous to God with my heart, and that that I I believe untrue, hurtful things about God, right? I believe that he doesn't really love me. I, I believe that he's not really good sometimes. I believe that he's not really in control. And, 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 I, and I disrespect God, and I, and I do not love God, and I, I rebel against God. I will badmouth God sometimes. There's not, there's not any person in here that's innocent of that. And, and we've been forgiven at such an incredible, incredible cost. And so I cannot in good conscience look at the sin of somebody else against me, no matter what it is, and, and not forgive. You know, Jesus says that himself. Any one of you who does not forgive his brother how does he put it exactly? If you do not forgive your brother from, oh, so also my heavenly father will do to every one of you if you do not forgive your brother from your heart. Like there is, if you can't forgive somebody else the wrongs done against you, then you don't really understand the, the forgiveness that you've received from God. I, I think that's just an incredibly safe thing to say. That if you, if, if something committed against you is just so bad, so heinous, so, so incredibly unforgivable, then, then real, really all that, all that reveals is, is that, and, and you can't forgive, all, all that reveals is that there's something going on inside your heart where you don't really believe the, the depth of sin for which you've been forgiven. And so, I mean, this is so practical. This, there is not a single relationship you will ever have where there is not need for forgiveness.
If, if you do more than say hello, then, then you will need to forgive and be forgiven in a relationship, whether it's, it's husband and wife, whether it's with children, with your parents, with siblings, with coworkers, with people in the church, with anybody. Anybody that you have any, any sort of actual relationship with, there will be a need for forgiveness. And, and just the truth about life is, is that things, people are going to be mean. People are going to do evil, wicked things. But we're not called, we're, we're not called to be just with the people in our lives. We're called to be merciful. Justice is for God to do. And, and, and forgiveness, the, the, the forgiveness that God has modeled to us is what we're supposed to, to, to model for, for other people. A couple of disclaimers. What, what I'm not saying here is, is that forgiveness is, is the same as like letting somebody walk all over you. Um, forgiveness is not the opposite of assertiveness. And forgiveness is not pretending that you have not been wronged. God, God does not pretend that he has not been wronged with us. And, and he, will not, he, will not suffer, he will not suffer people to just continually rebel against him and, and for, for hearts to not change. And so at some point in a relationship, it it may be time to end that relationship just for your own emotional health. Um, ending a relationship is not mutually exclusive with forgiveness. Right? Sometimes that's what, that's what a person needs. They, they need to be separated from, like, they need to be separated from you. So, so what forgiveness is, is forgiveness is being, being able to say and, and really mean that because of the forgiveness that I have received from God, I will not require or expect any sort of repayment or punishment for you. And so there's, there's still room for ending relationship. There's still room for getting out of an abusive relationship in that. But, but it is releasing this idea of some, some expectation of I'm owed something or that person needs to be punished for what they've done. Does that make sense? Thank you. So, okay. Um, If we look at the cross, if we look at, at the cost of, of what was required to pay our debt, we, we can see very clearly the, de the depth of our own need for forgiveness. And, and looking to that cross, there is no way, there is no way that I, I can look at at somebody else's wrong against me and what it would cost me to forgive them and think I, I have any sort of moral ground to stand on and withhold my forgive, for forgiveness from that person. There's just no room for that. Praise God that he is a God of mercy and grace and forgiveness. Because when, when I was 
in great need and about, and about to be sold off. And, and I needed mercy like I didn't even know. He stepped into my life and he said, your, your debt is forgiven and nothing is required of you. And I, and I love that God so much and, and I want to be just like him. I want to be just like my God. You guys pray with me. Heavenly Father, um, thank you. God, we praise you that, that in our time of deep need, you did not, you did not give us what we deserved, but you, you gave us you gave us mercy and grace and forgiveness. God, we're, we're so sorry for the, the ways that, that we don't do that. The ways that we, we think that we somehow are, are more deserving of, of retribution and repayment than you are. We somehow believe that the, the wrongs committed against us are greater than the wrongs committed against you. And, and God, you still, even, even when we have that attitude, have such patience with us. So God, please correct our hearts. Please, please write on us the, the goodness of, of our, for, our forgiveness that we've received in you uh, so that we might model you to the world around us. God, we love you, and it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.